What that? What episode number is this? This is episode thirty-seven. <laughs> thirty-seven. Audio podcast. Number thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Damn, yeah. that's a lot of episodes, boys. Yeah, it's been almost, a, it's been a while. Almost a year. year. Almost a year. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. This impressive. is our uh, new chapter. All right. With yeah. Your hosts, Ian and Patrick. Ooh. Or Donnie P. Whoa. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Neither do I. I've heard the name. I've heard the name around yeah, the studio. It's been around. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't been know around quite is, a bit. But I hope to meet him one day. <laughs> one day. I'm sure he'll oh, come around. Thanks, bro. Is that good? Is that better? Now that you got the mic in your face, why don't you? Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? <laughs> so uh, I'm Loki TM, uh, Tristan Molina from Cambridge, Ontario. So yeah. Uh, well, it's good to meet you. Yeah, it's good to meet you too. I think we met uh, in Guelph. Kind of? Yeah. Like, well, it wasn't really briefly. Like we kind of hung out. We didn't really have like a conversation or anything like that. But it was cool. Smoked a lot together. It's fun. I'm alright. Where'd you guys um, meet? In Guelph. Yep, in Guelph. Uh, I think it was during uh, Jarrell and Kevin's tour. Yep. 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 I think it was like oh at that show. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was that uh, tour. the was one that... right after the house party? Yeah. Yeah. Was that District? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was a good show. It was a good cool. show. They all did good. Yeah. So Were you, you been, performing man? that night? No, I wasn't. I oh. was just there like every day, showing supports, being there for the guys. Were you there the first night too? Uh, yeah. First night of that tour? Uh, yeah, I kicked it off actually. I opened for that. Uh, we actually got the place at my friend Carly's. She left yeah, yeah. the house and everything, so I got to kick it off. It's like my first actual like show, so yeah. that was that was pretty like, nice. Definitely cool, and uh, it was different. Yeah, so. I was I was there for that show. I think I only saw Jarrell and Kevin though. Yeah, yeah. How was it? How was your first show? It was definitely cool. It was like a good experience. I, I definitely drank a bit too much because I was like a bit nervous, even though I shouldn't have been. I was like in front of everyone I knew, so I still, like, had a bit of nerves. So yeah, the pre-show jitters are like always something that I feel like doesn't go away, but definitely comes in waves. Like there are some shows before where you'll get really nervous before, and then there's some shows where you could give less of a shit. You're like, all right, I'm I'm ready. Yeah, I'm good to go. that's that's honestly so true. Especially like uh, I used to do like the metal shit. I I would have those shows like I'm like, oh fuck, there's a lot of people. Like, damn. But then some shows I'm just like, I just want to get this over with. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I guess find it... I get more nervous when it's people that I know that's in the audience. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, okay. Really. My, mine's a, probably like when I don't know anyone. I'm like, oh shit. I don't know how people are going to react. I don't know if they're going to fight with yeah. it, but it is what it is, right? I feel like That's... it's easier to let loose when you just don't know anybody. Oh, really? Okay. But when you have people in front of you, you're like, I want to be playing my best. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I guess it's kind of it. But you've, like you said, you've done uh, performing before yes. in the metal scene. Yep. I think your band was called All At Sea. Yeah. Yeah. And you actually were in a band with this guy, uh, the guitarist Steven, who we know from Trapped in Thought. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Sick guy. Real nice Tit. guy. Yeah. And, uh, so you know you've you've been around with performing in the metal scene and you've you know with like intense shows happening and you yeah. know there's like some crowd engagement going on oh, so yeah. how do you kind of translate that energy into like this style of music because uh... I don't like it's they they do both have like a high energy yeah. but they have a different like aesthetic in terms of like the the sounds going oh, on totally different yeah um so how do you like translate it for like translating i'm still i think i'm still translating to be honest I, i've only done like two or three shows like as a solo act like as low key tm yeah so i definitely i gotta do more i know i have to do more shows which is like on my like uh, list to do for this year so i feel though like the shows i have done i just vibe out it's different because I'm not so like up down in everyone's face, kind of like screaming, you know. Yeah. Like it's not I'm not aggressive, so yeah. I gotta like and like especially with the music I'm doing, it's more like kind of like emotional, more like emo alternative shit. Yeah. So definitely. I feel like when I'm on stage doing it, I feel more like emotional. That's like before I was more aggressive, I was angry when I was doing it. This okay. is like I'm more like you're like vulnerable. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. more vulnerable, hundred yeah. percent. That's like thank you. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no like, um, it's definitely different, and um, I just gotta get used to it. That's my biggest thing. I like I practice whenever I'm in Toronto with my guys and shit. But uh, yeah, it's a totally different ball game. <laughs> so you're saying like you know with metal, you're like I'm not aggressive. So did you feel like you had to turn that on for metal shows, or were you like? screaming and stuff and then like while that's going on in your head you're like all right time to be aggressive now like it was you know it was more that um when i would start screaming i would kind of just like like not black out but just kind of get in the mode like fuck it like see red yeah like almost like you know rage mode as people would say right so even though we were like a christian metal band (laughs) like thinking about like like screaming and singing about like positive vibes and stuff i was still like pissed off and angry sometimes when i was doing it that's, yeah. just, that's just the mood. 
And I also didn't like that sometimes, so because I'd like be like annoyed after. But then sometimes I'd have a couple drinks and then the guy, we're good. We're yeah, good. But, I feel like it's a different <laughs> kind of vulnerability. Yes, like especially on the like listener side of things mm-hmm. when you're in the crowd and you're watching a band and there's a different side of like vulnerability because you know everyone's moshing and stuff but at the same time when people are falling down they're like picking them up oh, and yeah, there's like this this like big sense of like unity but at the same time it's like a weird juxtaposition of like positive and negative vibes you know what i mean percent. yeah they like they like are like side by side but yeah. yet you got like, well you, you got, can tell they're like kind of opposite yeah. yeah you got like the people who are like in the crowd who are there to like actually listen to the music who kind of stand back you got the people who've been drinking or smoking too much yeah, just going wild and then you got <laughs> the angry people you know like you guys know you guys see the people who just go in the pit just to hurt kids yeah but then you also got the those downers pe- <laughs> yeah then you also got those people though who are just there to have a good time who will pick up like will pick up someone if they fall down right like just want to have yeah. a good time and those are the best people those are the yeah. best people to play with like, and play for 100 percent yeah, it's it's you you. It's always a roll of the dice though, because every oh, show yeah. is just like you never, you never expect know. that. Like I remember uh, at one show with Adam, there was these two guys in the pit, and they just look at him and they're like, "Is he going up?" And they're like, "Yeah, he's going up." And oh, then they God. just grabbed him and just like made him crowd surf like right into <laughs> the crowd. That. Fuck that. See, I was yeah, he's like, like apologizing. Yeah, he's apologizing <laughs> while he's like being crowd I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to be up there, man. Yeah. So I'm not. Fr- I'm not one to crowd surf. Is that your first crowd surfing experience? Oh, second. second. All right, all right. First one was a disaster. <laughs> I don't think you? I've ever done it before. Yeah, what happened on the first one? Oh, okay. <laughs> Thrown into Ben Sager, who was playing trombone. Okay, I thought you said while oh, I was playing shitty. trombone. That would have been way worse. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? Oh my god. Got tromboned hard. <laughs> I remember again, like, oh, I got hurt a couple times in the pit. I remember, you guys remember the 515? Yeah. Anyone from Cambridge will remember the 515? Um, I remember I was like 15, 16. It was a big band. I want to say like almost Casey Strain or something. Someone big, someone heavy. And I was like, Ghost Inside or something? Yeah, someone like this, like someone dirty. Like, yeah. and like, I was like 15 at the time. I was. Just, you know, I, I'm a two-stepper. I like to, like, two-step. And, yeah. Like, I spin kick, all that. And this guy that uh, I knew, David, he didn't see me, but he would go in and just throw kids. Like, just throw them. And he threw me right into a table. Holy Literally what? tossed me into a table. Like, <laughs> I just remember, he threw me into a table. I smoked into the table. And everybody, like, my older brother and all of his friends were like, yo, it's my brother. And he was like, oh, shit. He picked me up. I'm like, ah. You know, I'm like, 90 pounds, 15, getting a little blonde emo kid. I'm like, oh my god, my leg. my leg. He picked me up. He felt so bad. And then what does he do? He drops me off, goes back in there, and starts throwing other kids. Yeah. Like, oh shit. So I'll never do it to you, but I'll do it to these other. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh, sorry, man. Let me just go back though. I was like, all right, no problem. Yeah. So that was that was my first like getting murked in a pit. The five one five. Five one five. I don't think I've ever been there before, actually. Really? No. Shit. Is it? It's closed down. It's totally closed yeah, down. Yeah, totally it's closed been, down. Totally. Yeah, it's been closed down for a couple of years, but it was like it was like the spot to go to, you know, like for any hardcore show. There'd be like a show every week. They yeah. had they had like all a bunch of different good bands there and big ones. So yeah, it was definitely the spot to be. Damn. Is your whole energy changing? Is that why you're going into this low key thing? Or Uh, originally for the like the how I got the name low key uh, and like the sense of all of it was around two years ago. um, I was just like in a bad thought. I wasn't doing music at all. The band kind of broke up. I wasn't really seeing anyone. I wasn't doing anything. I didn't. I don't even think I was on social media at the time. I just kind of like ghost. I started kind of saying more to like just kind of like darker beats and then. I didn't really know what to do, and so originally I came up with the low-key name, because I was going to be like low-key TM, and I wasn't even going to show my face. Like, I was going to be like all silhouette pictures. Oh, that would have been pretty dope. Right? I was thinking about doing that, and then I met some people, I met more people, and they're just like, nah, man, just be you. You got like the look, you got the style, like, we'll like, we'll help you out, we'll transition to, ah, I can't speak, sorry, I'm stoned. Uh, you guys know what I'm trying to say. Transition. <laughs> thank you, thank you, oh my god, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, so that's like the whole low key, that was like the cool. idea from it. And the, the, Do you like, miss the hardcore over. scene? Um, yes and no. Uh, I miss how it used to be. I think it was a lot more, I think hardcore in general was just like, popping a lot more back in the day i think you guys could agree too it was Definitely. like the thing it was the thing from like yeah. 2010 to like 2016 it was like you know you'd see someone like oh yeah that's a hardcore kid or like you see yeah. an emo kid every block or something you now yeah um, exactly first like me i miss just how it was and i do miss miss like doing shows and stuff but at the same time i don't miss it because 
you know, you have, if you're in a band and you have other members, you guys don't always get along. Everyone else has different ideas. You yeah, want to write about one thing, but everyone else wants to do something else. I, I didn't like that. So being on my own, have like my own creative thought and idea and process is like a lot more common and a lot it's nicer do you create all of your own beats or no i don't i just like write uh most of my shit but then when i'm with like kill cartel the guys like kevin's and stuff we all write together to help me write some um they did like artist development actually for me past like last year when i first met kevin they offered me like you know like a little deal artist development and everything cool. so yeah and they they whipped you into shape. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Through the ringer. Yeah, because when I first started this shit, I was like, I didn't know what I was doing with like the auto tune. I yeah. was like, I was a lot more emo with it. It was way darker. My voice was yeah. like a lot like. Oh. Well, you can't can't blame you, right? Like you were coming straight <laughs> off of yeah. the hardcore scene, trying to do this. Yeah, or at least for there was a bit of a buffer, but exactly. And I was in a yeah. bad place, so I wasn't confident like at all. Yeah. So the confidence took a, quite a long time to get. Yeah, uh, I'll be honest. It took a yeah. while to be confident like in who I am and as an artist. But that's yeah. the thing about your comfort zone. It's like when you get out of your comfort zone, you get into another one, and it's always like that limbo that's like the learning experience of like, oh, shit, like I have to, you know, be this way in order to, you know, get these things that I want in life oh, yeah. or these certain like results that I want. Yep. Yeah, so I feel like it's all about you know knowing like that change is good and you know embracing that oh, yeah. and you know knowing like if you're like not confident because some people will you know if someone's like you're not confident enough and you're like no no it's not that it's this and then you're like the mood yeah and, like... and then it's like you're making up excuses like yeah, you gotta exactly 100 yeah 100%. um my my biggest thing too was with uh being with all the guys from killer cartel is like they're impressive you know they're all like bribe they work hard yeah they're all talented so when you're with like impressive people you want to impress them right you like <clears throat> you want to be like on your top you want to be at your best because like you know first like couple months when i was working with like kevin spira all the guys solomon all of them you know they're a bit easy on me you know like yeah they kind of be like yeah that's good that's good but i could tell they'd be like nah you could do it fucking better and then they got to that point when they're like nah you need to do better you can yeah. be better and you have to be better and yeah. i was like shit all right and now I'm at a point where, like, I know what I can do, what I can't do. I know what I'm comfortable with, what I'm not comfortable with. And, yeah, I like, I know what I want as artists yeah. now. So. That's good. That was that's, I think that's the goal that they were trying to reach with that artist development, right? 100%. You know, they got you to the point where you want to be, and now you're, like, you can be independent. You can be on your own. You can make your own choices. You can yeah. say, I want to write about this, and I know how to make it sound like this. Exactly. I'll, I'll um, still, like, stick with those guys forever, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. They're a great team. Like, we've, we've been around, like... <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I know you guys have. Yeah, yeah, like, we've been around them, and it's, like, they're... Yeah, they're really hardworking dudes, like, all of them. 100%. They all, like, really work hard. And when you're in that... Like you said, it's, like, when you're in that environment, when you're around creative people that are creating... You're like kind of sitting there. You're like, I want to do something. I want to do something. And then, and then you just end up doing it. And even though, you know, maybe it's like you said, it's been a while since you've done something like they try to put you in a comfortable space by being like, you know, just saying like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. But then after when you're comfortable, that's when they kind of put like the harsh truth where they're like, yo, you need to be more like this. And then you don't take it as harshly because now you get to know them, you know, they're coming from a good place and then they're able to kind of just like help you come out of your shell and become a, a beautiful butterfly emerging from your cocoon oh shit let me know yeah. mic but oh really yeah, yeah you remember that yeah napoleon diamond exactly <laughs> exactly dude every time i leave kevin's i'm it's just like it's so inspiring i just want to do more when i get back here yeah. oh yeah he's it's fucking crazy yo that guy like i don't want to <clears throat> kiss his ass or nothing like he's like he's my boy he's been my boy for the past two years but um for anyone who actually like knows him as an artist, he's thriving and working hard more than like more than anyone else. Yeah, he's the real deal. He is the like, he is the real deal because yeah. one, he's a full time dad, which a lot of people don't know. So you gotta think he takes care of his kid every day. He works every day. He works ten eight hour jobs. It's a physical job, and then he's in a studio every night with a different artist or like with a band now. Or, you know, he's like yeah, or he's mixing right. So when you have him as kind of like your partner too, like. And then the music shit, you want to keep up with him too. And like, I know all of his producers and any other artist that works with him has the same mindset. Like, yo, I need to keep up with this guy. Yeah. Even definitely. you guys like said that just meeting him, you guys are like, oh shit, we can do better as a yeah. band. Yeah, and he's exactly. doing, and he's doing like not even metal shit. You know, and he's so inspiring. Yeah. So that's just who he is. Yeah. And he also came from the metal scene too, which is exactly. kind of like exactly. 
Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Yeah. You guys have that connection. Did you guys know each other from before? Um, like, so how? Okay, <laughs> I knew of Kevin, and he kind of knew of me through like mutual people. Okay. But how we met originally was like almost two years ago through. Uh, you guys know Southbound, the punk band. Yeah. Uh, the lead vocalist, uh, Austin. Austin, yeah, he yeah. introduced us because um, they were working together while he was doing his solo shit. So he introduced us. Shout to Southbound and Austin, and uh, so he intri- introduced me and Kevin together. And then ever since then, we've just been like kicking it, like it's gone hard. Cool. So, yeah. You guys just had some like, you know, mutual interests and shit like that. Yeah, it's not just it was a, it's, sometimes it's not just a mutual friend. Where you have to like vibe together. You have to yeah be able to hang and shit. It was just yeah the vibe and the chemistry. And I think it was just that he believed in me. He was like the first person to kind of like believe in me and be like, yo, you got this. Like if you want it, you gotta like get it. And I was yeah. like, oh shit, there's other people who want it just as bad as me. Yeah. Like he wants even more, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. This guy's talking about billboards and shit. I'm like, yo, I'm just. I'm just trying to get the fuck out of Cambridge, you know? I'm just trying to, like, you know, I'm trying to get independently made. This guy's going for billboards. He'll do it, though. He'll do it yeah, all the time. So. Yeah, he's putting in the work, and so fuck yeah. the grind is real. It is it. real. It is so real. Yeah, he's <laughs> already on fucking 91.5. Oh, hell yeah. Like, crazy. And, like, um, even for myself, like, he told me, you know, like, when he's busy, go out to other studios. So I'm, like, constantly trying to record in, like, Cambridge, Preston, like, my buddy's living room. So, like, you know, like, just, like, little setups like that. Or I go to Toronto a lot. Uh, with my boy Andrew Torsh. I don't know if you guys heard of him. He's no, from uh, Afterglow sure. Audio. But uh, me and him re- recorded like 20 songs together. He's like, I've known him since like 15. He's like, just like Kevin, like believes in me. He's shown mad love. I'm actually, like, uh, Turning wasn't okay. with Kevin. Okay. A lot of people don't know that. So like, I saw it was under Collective. It, but it, it, oh, like, yeah. Credits on Spotify don't say just it what just says your, yeah, your name just my name like, and yeah. shit but yeah no originally i recorded that like did that all myself with uh afterglow like uh with my buddy andrew so we have a whole project ready so i'm probably gonna drop that independently and then i'm ready to like go back with uh kevin auto album and start like on another project that's dope so, so how does the the like the writing environment the creative environment differ you know when you're with afterglow compared with uh it's it's a bit different because i'm by myself usually (laughs) i'm not with like other guys or i don't have kevin's input telling me like yo that's a shitty word or a shitty line so sometimes when i do show him the songs he's like like okay your voice sounds good in that but like that line could be better that word could be better and stuff like that right so he always helps me finesse it but it's definitely like uh the energy there at afterglow with andrew is just like very free i just do whatever why he's like all right get in there puts a beat on loop and i just keep going and going and going until it sounds solid right so with kevin though when we're there it's a writing process you know it's more like a job which is like more professional which i like to don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong and um we got shit done either way so well yeah i feel like both kind of have their advantages and disadvantages like the studio environment where it's like all right just go we'll hit something yeah we'll get and then it we'll, yeah we'll, we'll come back to it later whereas one's like all right let's try to like Perfect put all these ingredients into one pot and like boil it down until yeah. it's like 100%. you know until we all know it's good and ready and then we kind of work on that so no it's really cool that you you know you're able to join a team like killer cartel mm-hmm. you know because they seem to already just have a very good understanding of how everything works like 100%. you know obviously <laughs> you can learn but yeah. everyone seems to have yeah like a really good knowledge of like how certain things work so considering that they're you know they do so many things like beyond the music Mm -hmm. and you're well like any artist right now is like in a world where you know you kind of have to be on your like your internet game in terms of like you know social media or like streaming (laughs) platforms or video content and all this kind of stuff so is like are do you have like all those other th- kind of things like on the go at the same time like obviously you're on spotify and stuff but yeah. as far as like you know like and you know music videos like are you are you seeing like these guys venturing out into these different things like production and whatnot and it's kind of inspiring you to do other things or yeah, like 100%. yeah um, like have you kind of dipped your toes into anything like I've, I've already before i was with killer cartel i went to new york city to shoot a video for my first time ever i just, okay. had, I just had kind of feeling i met the right people so i went to new york by myself made a bunch of connections really? to new york city so cool. i know some guys out there i know uh <clears throat> some pretty big artists like cam nasty uh benzo a producer like all of them at all of them Fuck, so man. uh paulo uh and there's these guys called Yachty Family. I met all of them. They let me chill with them, ship for the night. Cool. So I've like I've gone out independently on my own, and then after meeting Kevin and all of them, and like I started like saying like I want to do like shit on my own too. They're just like yeah. So I just I got producers sending me up. <clears throat> I um, yeah. I, I try to do as much as I can when I'm not with them. So like I'm still working, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. So 
So is there any like challenges that you're facing when you like, what are some of the challenges I guess that you faced when you went out to New York by yourself, you know, you had kind of no direction. You're like, yeah, it's quite yeah, a big what step. Were, like, what were some, <laughs> like what were some things that you uh, had to kind of overcome? Um, definitely was like a whole new city and a whole new environment. Um, being in a studio with like no one, you know, and like just starting up, like I wasn't comfortable. I wasn't that confident. I just did a song. You can find it on YouTube. It's called In My Bones. Okay. It was like the first thing I ever really did. Uh, me and my brother worked on it together. So uh, being like going to New York, though, definitely proved myself to other people. Because a lot of people were like, didn't take me serious when I was like, yo, I'm going to New York to do a video. And I'm going to go just do it. And a lot of people were like, yeah, right. Sure he is. And I came back like two weeks later. And I was like, yeah, I got the video. I went to New York. And then when everybody's there, was like, oh. Yeah, a lot uh, of people were like, okay, uh, what the fuck? Right. I was getting a lot of messages from a lot of people locally. And, like, like even, like, just, like, stupid messages. Like, dude, did you blow up? Like, did you just get a record <laughs> deal? I was like, nah, I just, I just went out there. I knew a guy called uh, Michael Francis. He shot the video for me. Uh, nice. He just liked the song. <clears throat> we were, like, connected over, like, online. And so, yeah, he just, like, I just flew myself out there. He, like, you know, he showed me around New York. He really helped me. Sick. So I had kind of like a guideline. I knew people who lived in the cities who like told me where to go, where not to go, and like they took me to shows, they took me to restaurants. That's you know? awesome, dude! So it was cool. It was wow, really that's nice. like that's so nice of them to do that, and yeah. you get the full experience. Hundred yeah, like, percent. Did you get to see any cool spots around New York? Like, oh yeah, like hundred uh, percent. So I like most of Brooklyn. Brooklyn was like unreal to me. I fell in love with Brooklyn. Why? Like, what about it? Uh, it was just like everyone's cool. No one really gives a fuck. You know, everything's cheap everything's cheap uh the pizza it's like 99 cents a slice you just walk <laughs> Damn, in dollar yeah, slices. Like, yeah dollar slices but y'all they're like two and one bro Ian's you go fucking on, and, like there's a yeah, deli every block in brooklyn there's a deli every block so you walk in there like yo give me a sandwich give me a sub give me this you can get breakfast during the day Shit. you get like two dollar energy drinks and i like four like eight dollar pack of backwoods you know like everything's uh, cheap everything's cheap in brooklyn right and then uh manhattan is just a shithole like it's not not shithole <laughs> but a shit show like i walked into manhattan manhattan from the brooklyn bridge and it was like four times toronto it was like four toronto's in one damn like, i was on broadway and i was like Yo, i don't even want to go in first so i didn't really fuck with manhattan I, I didn't really care for it i was just like this is way too much <laughs> i'm walking into everybody i got people like yelling in the street i need food i need food <laughs> like literally this guy yelling on broadway oh, and man. broadway has like thousands and thousands and thousands of people like more than like young street like it literally like manhattan was like toronto but like times like four, dense like, like it was just dense like dense. they tried to squish it like yeah, do, four like, torontos into yeah. one size toronto basically yeah. and like the population you know like everything like streets and narrow like yo in america too if you're ever walking the streets they don't give a shit about you like you're like you're jaywalking that it's like even if you have like the right like assigned to go walk they'll still cut you off <laughs> they don't get, they'll, they'll hit you and just be like oh that was your fault where are you you're not from america so i don't give a shit you know like that's fine but i'm not giving americans a bad name i'm just saying people who drive <laughs> i'm just saying the, the drivers in new york i was yeah. like oh my god i was Dude, like city one, driving i felt like the frog you know frog game yeah oh, frogger, yeah. frogger. Oh, yeah. It, was, it was like that at one point i'm not even lying i was doing frogger i was like oh shit i didn't realize I was, I was like okay i'm gonna cross the street here and i was just like kept going and going i was like yo they're not stopping they're not gonna stop <laughs> shit so i just ran Oh, we got all the people. Mm, fuck yeah, get the fuck off street. <laughs> Shit. You know, so, uh, New York was an experience, so and I'll definitely be going back there. 100. percent Yeah, it was crazy, and I would strongly suggest anyone who hasn't been there to go there. I, have you gone anywhere else? Uh, I've gone to England because uh, I just have family out there, but that wasn't cool. like music related. I went like uh, two and a half years ago, so I was there for like almost a month, and I'm planning on going back soon. So was that your first time going? No, I, I've been. That was my third or fourth time i've been oh, when i was shit. a kid and everything but that like that time going i was like just me and my mother and like my mom kind of just let me do my own thing so i was just like doing kind of like whatever i wanted i cool. was down there in school man i love it it's like a beautiful country and hopefully uh me and the guys like kill cartel we can get out there do some shit out there yeah, sometime set up soon. A tour like play yeah. a show yeah or... we know like we know a couple of producers out there so i know a couple of guys out there so that would be dope just make go out there make some connections and whatnot oh yeah and even like yeah. just record down there you know just like vibe out catch a vibe yeah man yeah, so. that's awesome yeah uh, i was gonna ask uh like growing up what did you what did you like you grow up listening to like what was kind of playing in the house when you were like you know because i feel yeah. like with 
artists who kind of go from one end of the musical spectrum to another in terms of like style, I kind of feel like they grow up listening to like a lot of different stuff. Oh, uh, okay. But I don't, I don't know. I, I, I feel like the answers have kind of uh, changed my mind. It's a hundred percent different because my parents are European. Okay. So, um, I grew up with a lot of, uh, David Bowie, Sex okay. Pistols, a lot of like British punk bands, a lot of British okay. punk or like a lot of British pop or like, um, Usher kind of like softer pop stuff. Like R&B and stuff? Yeah, like yeah. Usher, um, fuck, what's the one guy's name? Nah. I can't think of his Neo? name, but my mom, my, no, no, <laughs> he, he was like Latino, Latino. Oh, uh enrique iglesias yes enrique iglesias yeah. thank you um but yeah david bowie was like a huge thing in my house uh queen queen was huge the cure like a lot of british most yeah, of british music because my mom yeah and my dad didn't really give a shit for it my dad would just like listen to it or he'd be at work seven days a week when i was a kid right okay. so it wasn't really around the house so it definitely was a lot of music that was around like the culture of like your parents upbringing 100 my, my mom was like a punk hippie really yeah 100 cool. 100 cool so like gothic so did, she says <laughs> so when you were getting into all those like kind of like all that kind of music growing up you know sex pistols david bowie mm -hmm. there's a lot of punk going on there there's a lot of like rock like you yeah know, power rock stadium rock whatever yeah. when it kind of did that kind of stay consistent going up until um, the yeah yes, was that kind of yes consistent no. like going up to like you know the hardcore days i guess so <laughs> When I was a kid, I I was more an athlete. To be honest, I was a soccer like fanatic because of my father. Um, he was like a, a Spaniard, right? So he got me kicking the ball when I was like three years old. So um, I was a soccer kid for like years, and then the music kind of came around grade four or five. I got into like kind of more rap at one point. I was like I was also chilling with like kind of the rapper kids at school. So they're listening to like 50 Cent, Eminem. Nice, get Richard Die trying. Yeah, oh, 100%, bro, 100%. Yeah, uh, totally. Eight Mile, like all that crap, you know. Um, and then it was around grade six when my brother, my, old, my oldest brother got kind of into it and he started listening to it. And I was like, what is this? And he showed me it. And I was just starting to like kind of vibe with him. Me and my brother are like best friends, right? So he said, oh man, you should get into this. And like no one else really did at my school. I was in elementary school, so. I, I went to England, actually. I went to England, and I came back, and I was like a metalhead. I was like, this is what I want to do. This is who I want to be. This is who this I is am. I, this is what you I was You understand into. me. Like, yo, I was listening to, like, metal, though. And, like, grade six, I was listening to, like, have you guys ever heard of Laser Boys? No. 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 Never heard of them. Oh, God. They're, like, this pig squealing bands. Like, just a lot. Like, you didn't, they weren't saying anything. Like, Dr. Acula? Remember Dr. Acula? Yeah, yeah. Dr. Yeah, like, Acula. all those kind of bands. Like, German, weird screaming bands like bands people did not like so you you were just into like that kind of obscure thing because like nobody else was into yeah, it so you were kind 100%. of like liked being the odd one out but 100%. with like an identity yeah 100 like there's uh, a couple people who like i would show them and they're like oh this is cool this is cool but like i was definitely like the only emo boy <laughs> the only emo boy yeah i think maybe that's what you know translates into where you are now because you yeah. liked kind of having that like soul identity of like 100%. you know like this is me this is who i am fuck everybody else uh, it's not it's not like a fuck everybody, not else, fuck everybody else, else but sometimes 100 yeah. you, gotta, you gotta have that mentality <laughs> sure. but it's more just like oh i just want to i just want to be different and like i know i am in my mindset and like the way i think and such and like it's just getting it out there and getting the right people to listen to it and like kind of accept it right because i know like even the stuff I've released the past year, you know, not everyone has liked. I've had like good feedback, but still, it's not it's not the sound I have yet. I know that. Yeah, I'm yeah. still like pushing for more. Still pushing for more. Yeah. And I'm still trying to get like my sound 100. percent You know, I'm still trying to get better and better material every time. Um, the past like last month, uh, I was in the studio with Kevin, and uh, we did like a like a really emotional piece, and I felt that was like something I haven't done in a while because I've been like kind of like, more like on a flexy upbeat kind of fried for the past couple months and more mm. like confident kind of style music but i was very vulnerable one day and we just did like the song and you guys will probably hear i'm probably gonna drop it sometime soon i just Sweet. don't know when but it's like yo it's like emotional and it's definitely like a piece of myself that's like i'm scared to show but like it's just me are you scared to show because people are gonna know something about you that they might have not known before 100 percent, yeah um like, a lot of people, I feel like, see me, they're like, oh, he's doing good. He's like, you know, he's doing that and shit. But it's like, oh, I'm like, I'm struggling too, right? Like, uh, I got mental illness. I'm like, I won't lie. I won't hide from it. And past couple of months have been, like, kind of 
I feel like confident in myself, but I'm always, you know, you get, you get your doubts. I, I feel like as an artist, when you're doing good, that's when you're also like doubting yourself, right? Like, yeah. You know, because, oh, I got this going on. I can do this. I got this, you know, I'm going to meet this person. Then I got that, you know, like we're going to go this place, but then it's like, oh shit. But then what happens if that, this and that, 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 right? Yeah, so, exactly. It's constantly questioning it, yourself. Yeah. So yeah. like, I feel like right now I'm at a place where like, I have to just like do what's best for me and like put out the best shit I can, you know? And I think I will. Like I like I'm after this project with Andrew. Like I'm a I'm gonna like make something more like emotional. I want something like something that's like more real, more real than ever. Do you ever listen to anything before you're creating this, or just to get like a vibe, or do you just go straight, you know, pure from it's kind of what whatever yourself? It's more what the the production I can get. It's more about the beat. I mostly go off beats. You know, okay. Like, I'll get a beat and I'm like, yeah, I'm not feeling that. I get a beat, I'm like, I'm not feeling that. But then sometimes I'll hear that beat, I'm like, oh, oh. Okay, yeah. play that, and then I'll start like going with it. It's yeah. all—it's all about the beat. I won't lie. Some people okay. are like, I can rap to anything. I can sing anything. <laughs> and it's like, nah, bro, I can't. Like, someone will play like a trap beat or like something like more like R and B or like. I'm just like, nah, it's not me. Yeah, you gotta kind of be a fan of the music, and it's gotta kind of like do something for you in a natural way right yeah. off the bat. Because if even if you try to like listen to it too many times, and you're like, yeah, put that on again. Or like, yeah, can I hear it one more time? And then by the third time, you're like, okay, I kind of like it. And then you kind of just go with it. And yeah. then you like, you know, it's you're just not 100% like, genuine that. 100%. I, I've done songs like that. Like, you know, you kind of like, you're like halfway through writing them, you're recording them. And after, like, after you finish them, you're like, eh, yeah, yeah, okay, we'll put that in the vault. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just kind of keep it for later. But then you don't do anything with it. I've like so many songs like that, man. Cause like, it took a long, it, it took a long process for me to uh get comfortable and find my voice and everything how many did you go through like trial runs you know what i mean where like this sat this like what you were trying to project as you as you as an artist sounded completely different than what you are now and you're like no i gotta change this and that and the other oh, or was it like or was it always just kind of the same but like you know slight tweaking here and there you know what i mean um so originally when I like first started with Kevin and I was going to them like every week, right? Like sessions and shit. Uh-huh. And um, I was doing like kind of a little bit of everything kind of like more like rappy like stuff to kind of like get out of my comfort zone. But then okay. like I would do it and just didn't sound right. You know, it just like wasn't me. So I've definitely done like stuff that I'm not comfortable with, like for like songs and sound wise, just to try different tones and stuff. Okay. But now I know from that experience what to do and what not to do. That's true, yeah. Yeah, you like you learn from your mistakes, yeah, basically. And like those sometimes those mistakes are like hard to face with yourself because yeah, you know, you, you sometimes might be working on something for so long. Yeah. And then this is not And I then want. you're like trying to show people and they're just not giving you the response you want. You're like shit. Yeah. It's literally just kind of like a, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, deep in your mind, you know, it's like shit, but in your mind you're like, why don't they like it? And then you just try something new. And then they like it, oh, yeah. and you're just like, okay, don't do that last thing. Just don't do it, <laughs> or yeah. do it in a different way, present it in a different way. Because I feel like that's with everything that I make. I'm just like, nobody's gonna like this. You think? Well, I don't know. And then I show people, and then they like it. And then when I think that they are gonna love it, everybody hates the shit. It's weird. So you have a weird reverse effect. So it's almost like it's almost like you're kind of shy. Yeah. To to okay. Let me, let me let me ask you this. You said that when you don't like something and you show people it yeah they, they like it? it yeah okay that's weird eh? yeah so write shit that you hate basically <laughs> yeah, let's yeah everything that you so. hate yeah and just write stuff like, well like what do you mean like when you write something you hate is it like like what do you mean is it like something you don't like is it just like not finish it or it sounds corny not, it, like, it sounds corny and it's like half-assed okay it's not really but here's the thing: some people like that corny shit, man. Yeah, sometimes you need that's, to be. That's like, what I'm starting you, to realize. Sometimes you need the easy stuff. Like sometimes yeah. you need those easy lyrics or those easy like flows, the catchy flows. People sometimes some people don't yeah. care. Yeah. It's like if it yeah. sounds good to the ear, they're like, oh yeah, just do that. That sounds yeah, good. It's, it's fucking yeah. weird, man. Right? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's like some artists like they can paint a lot of shit, but sometimes people just want like the you know the field of like flowers and stuff yeah, in their house just because it just because it like looks nice and it like yeah. ties the room together and like all this exactly. kind of stuff but it's like how do you utilize your skill as an artist and then it's up to you to choose like no this is me 
or you kind of like chameleon, you know, like method act yourself and like kind of like try to fit to like a vibe. But like you said, like, yeah, some people just like the easy listening. And I think it, I think it just takes a certain mood for you to be in to make that stuff. Yeah. Because it's easy to look back on that the next day and be like, uh, I could have done that better. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, why does it, uh, it can sound more edgy yeah. or something like that. But then it's like, you got to trust your, you tr- got to trust what your gut feeling did when you were creating. Exactly. Because I feel like when you overthink something, not only does it maybe sound potentially worse, but I think Adam, you were saying something that there was this video that like, if there's like a, it's like a scientific study or something that if you are exposed to something long enough and you like, and you repeat like listening to it, it, your, your mind will eventually think it's good just because. Yeah. Yeah. Just cause yeah. you're familiar with it. And it's like, yeah, but if your gut feeling initially was like, eh, then I don't know. Have you ever, you ever had that where you just like, go so far down the rabbit hole of like listening to something and you're like, okay, this is good. And you listen to it like two weeks later and you're like, yo, what the fuck was that? What the hell? <laughs> oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I've definitely had that. Like for some of my songs I've done uh, in the past as of lately. No, it's more like, just kind of like, okay, I can do it better. I'll rewrite, like rewrite it. And like, I think it sounds good <clears throat> and I'm happy with it, but definitely in the past I've done that shit. And like, I listened to it. I'm like, oh, I was sick. And I listened to it like a week later or two. I'm like, Fuck. Yeah, you're like, what was I thinking? I didn't even pronounce that one word right. Like, yeah. you know, or like my tone sounded like crap there. Yeah. Shit like that, right? Like, you, everyone doubts themselves. That's, yeah. That's just how it is. Like I said, to be an artist, you have your ups and downs. In any, like, art form, you're going to have your ups and downs. It's all about knowing when to improve. Yeah, 100%. Like, and when to know when it's time to improve and when to know it's like, oh, I'm just doubting myself. I just got to keep going at this regular pace or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Like, have you had any of those roadblocks recently? Like, I know you said that to kind of gain your confidence as low-key TM, it was, like, a process from the beginning. But, like, now that you're kind of, like, set, you know, like, doing your thing, kind of still figuring it out, but now you're on, like, a better level. Do you find that you're, like, still having those, like, you know, roadblocks ahead? Oh, yeah, 100%. Um... And, like, what are they? Like, is it, like, listening to your music or is it, like, after you play a show or... It's more, like, honestly some it's just like kind of like more personal life okay like kind of like work or like other things going on you know like people i know that aren't doing good it's kind of like that that will throw me off my game when i know like music is like what i'm good at it's like what helps me the most right so sometimes if like if i'm in like a terrible mood or like you know like a block i'll go erase something and i just like don't feel anything or like i'm just kind of stuck like i've had those moments past couple months for sure even, like, past couple sessions, I've, like, I was just sitting there and, like, trying to think of something to write to him. I was like, shit, like, I, just, I just don't know, you know? I feel like when you have, like, personal stuff bugging you and, and, like, everything else, like, on your mind, and then when you try to go to music and it's not, like, related to what's going on or you can't, like, talk about it or you can't, like, write about it, yeah. it's just, like, like, it's more, like, weight on your shoulder and, like, in your head. Like, if you kind of, like, know what I'm trying to say, you know, like, that's, like, my biggest thing is, like, when everything else is going wrong, I get blocked. Like, I can't. Your I can't, mind's just I all can't clouded. Focus. Yeah. yeah. I can't focus on the music shit, which is, like, <laughs> I need to because, like, I made, like, uh, kind of, like, almost, like, a little, like, not, like, a list to myself, but, like, like I'm kind of, like, a mindset of saying, like, yo, you gotta do this. You gotta do this. Because mm-hmm. I know I can do it. I know I'm different. And I know, like, what I have to put out there is, like worth hearing it's just getting to the right people and right so working yeah. and put in the work and no one blows up like the people who blow up overnight and all that just got lucky i feel like it's very lucky yeah, yeah. and i feel you like know? even yeah. those people who like quote unquote blew up like they worked a lot harder like they worked hard before yeah, that. like they were exactly, doing their exactly. grind and yeah. then that song made them the overnight success yeah like it's just like that yeah like i don't think someone's like google like you know wiki how like how to write song and then like yeah. fucking do it and then the net overnight like they're like no they like you know grew up learning how to play piano or guitar sometimes. or whatever I, yeah sometimes I, I, I feel like there's been those like some people though that, that that one song and you don't really you never heard from them ever again or like ever before right? yeah like, there's definitely... like rebecca black oh yeah 100 percent. that's a great yeah. example shit i'm still waiting for the return yeah please out <laughs> no now you got alice and gold yeah, like, um, like, I'm trying to think of, like, an artist right now that was, like, you know, like, everyone would know 
Well, like, White Iverson, Post Malone, that thing literally blew up, like, overnight. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So, yeah. like, there's one example. Yeah. But, I mean, that guy was, like, singing and playing guitar and, like, moved out to L.A., like, with nothing to lose and now shit. Now he's doing songs that, with Ozzy. So. Yeah. Yeah, that song. Did you see that? Yeah. He released a song on Friday with Ozzy Osbourne, and it was, like, it was, like, pretty i was not expecting like that to happen like because i mean like you know there's been like crossovers between like a few generation gaps yeah you know with like hip-hop artists and like I yes guess, yeah, ozzy's like a <laughs> ozzy's like a metal artist yeah i was thinking of like what yeah i guess ozzy osbourne is a metal artist yeah a metal vocalist yeah if you will rock and roll metal yeah. um <laughs> i feel like when i saw that i wasn't like I was surprised, but I wasn't surprised at the same time because Post Malone is like the modern day kind of rock star. If mm-hmm. you think about it, like yeah. he literally has a song called rock star and it's even like rappers, they're calling themselves rock stars and they're like from the trap and all that, you know, like, so when I saw Ozzy Osbourne on his record, I was like, okay, even Ozzy Osbourne's like, this guy's a rock star, even though he's not yeah. doing rock and roll, he's not doing metal. He's still living his life like a rock star. He's getting shit done. He's putting in the work. He's, like, famous, right? So I think it suited it. Like, right when I heard Ozzy Osbourne from I was like, yo, this sounds sick. And then Travis Scott, I was like, all right. Yeah. That was the yeah. big flip. I thought that was, like, okay, Travis Scott and Ozzy Osbourne on a record. That's that's weird, but cool. Yeah. But it worked out, man. Yeah, it worked really well. It worked out. <laughs> I think that, the, like, that generation of, like, rock stars is starting to recognize, like, this generation of rock stars. 100%. It's just not you know not rock and roll it's yeah just different it's just mentality not, yeah. 100%. Exactly. same mentality different. different music i guess yep but i feel like once people like get that and then that kind of mentality clicks yeah. of like oh they're just modern day rock stars then like it everything else starts to fall into place like the music and like how it sounds and like yeah. you know the image and everything everything about it like starts to kind of like flow in that way so like in a sense it kind of makes you wonder like when we're old What's, what's, what's going to be like the rock stars of that generation? Oh man, I don't even know. I I like, I don't know. I don't think anyone knows like from like our generation right now. Cause I know like five years ago, I didn't think hip hop and rap like would be so mainstream. Mainstream. Yeah. Like it's taken over, man. Yeah. You know, like yeah. everybody wants to be a rapper now. And before everybody wanted to be a rock star. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, a guitar in every fucking house. I think in 20 years though, um, I think metal and rock will come back around. And I think rap will keep thriving, obviously, because, like I said, everyone wants to be a rapper. But I'm waiting for something that's going to just be totally different. I feel like there's going to be a totally different style within, like, when we're old and our kids are listening to it, we're going to be like, what the hell is this? Like, I think there's going to be something that's still that we haven't heard yet. I went to a noise show. That was interesting. And What's that? It's like these guys and uh, it's a style of music, noise. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Surprise, surprise. Okay. And, um... They just set up like a bunch of synthesizers everywhere, oh, and then it's okay. just like they're creating like ambient space. That's cool. But like it's just like a sound that's just going like one pitch, like with all you modular I mean? synths, right? Yeah, oh, and then okay. they just like will stack it and stack it and stack it, and then kind by the really end trippy. of it, yeah, exactly. It's just like a trip. <laughs> and by the end of it, it's just like Jesus. Like I like it. Like once it just stops, you're like holy shit. You guys kind of like snap out of it. Oh, it's almost and like that like, psychedelic kind of like sound. Yeah, but in like a weird way with like synthesizers and shit. Okay. And I was like, I know, I know a guy who does that. Yeah, it was hard for me to get on board because yeah. like I've never heard it, and sometimes it just takes me a few times it to digest like, it. Nature electronic music or something. I don't know. It sounded like crazy though when he played it to me. Just like yeah, a bunch of noises, and then he'd add like a little like raindrop there and stuff and be like yo do you hear the snake in the grass like, <laughs> and like stuff like that you're like little bongo jumps and all that else so i was like yeah sure you know that's awesome that's like the most i, I feel like that's like the, like the closest thing i've gotten to like the noise thing yeah but it's the closest thing i've heard of like just, that's like nothing like i've I mean, ever that heard before i'm gonna have to check that out yeah i don't really know any like noise artists but no you know you don't see a guy be like yo i do noise yeah it's like oh i'm in a band it's like oh what what, what, you, what kind of style do you play oh i play noise i just make noise man yeah, like oh cool <laughs> yeah. that's pretty sweet dude <laughs> anyways where did you see that show i was at harmony lunch no show. Oh, really? yeah they oh. were they were playing before I think it was like at that Badger Milk show. They were playing like before Badger Milk, which is like a how long ago was it? They're like a hardcore band. Um, a few months ago, I don't know, like two months ago. 
something like that. Oh, cool, it was pretty man. interesting. Yeah, cool. set a vibe. There was like the sunset behind him. I was lost in his eyes. Did you it's cry? Cute. Nice. Yeah. Sounds like Did I cry? Time. Yeah. Uh, a couple times. <laughs> thought about my mom. Life was good. Well, that always for a second there. But no, it was like that. Like when I kind of meant like the whole like you snap out of it thing when he stops. You're like, oh yeah, like you kind of. You're like, it's not like the whole time you're like imagining shit. It's just like, oh yeah. Like it just sets like such a vibe because there's so many sounds resonating. And I was like, this is definitely something I can see being more popular, but not like mainstream. Because mainstream, obviously, like since, you know, mainstream music has even been a thing. It's all about like a beat and like being able to dance to it. And, you know, lyrics that are relatable, especially that. So how do you approach lyrics? Uh, lyrics, okay, uh, literally all depends on the beat, mostly, or, like, the mood I'm in, mostly in the, like, mood I am, or, like, how I'm feeling that week, or, like, that night, it's, I can't, I'm not really, like, wanting to be, like, I'm gonna write it about this today, I'm gonna write a song about this tomorrow, right Have now. you tried writing that way? Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it just doesn't really ever work out, or, yeah. like, I second-guess myself, or I'm like, this just is not me, like, I'm saying about stupid shit or like yeah. shit like that just makes no sense so yeah my writing process is more just like how i'm feeling and like the mood and what's going on kind of and like um we're kind of like i try like i go more for like the darker lyrics 100 percent more like personal and like kind of more e- easy to go with more easy listening okay um i try not to swear uh in my songs so pg well no it's more just like um when i was doing the metal i wasn't allowed to swear so we were like, yeah, Christian band. Oh, right? so, okay. uh, so that I was, that came with the territory. I that guess was, it's some, for some bands. Yeah. Um, for this one, it did like Aussie. Uh, so for that, for the past like year and a half of that band rain process, I was like, all right, I can't swear. So that was like a big change up. And then coming from this music, I still, I swear sometimes, but it's not like a mandatory thing for me. Like if I have to put a swear word, I will, but like, I try not yeah. to. It's kind of, yeah. it's kind of hard to, do it without it sounding kind of like a, like a filler word almost yeah you know what i mean because it's like where's the impact and it like what is this trying to express you know yeah 100 percent. do you ever like with the lyrics you say it's usually like you know what mood you're in depending on the beat but when you're approaching like the story you're trying to tell is it always from your perspective or do you ever try to i do like either do... like someone else's perspective or like almost like a story like a like uh two people or like almost like you'd be watching it like when i'm like saying it kind of like you know almost like a movie style okay so that's like that's how i try to go for the writing process sometimes or if i'm writing for others i write like how they're feeling or like what things i know about them or like what like tones and like melodies they're used to and stuff like that right okay anybody anybody, uh inspiring you like nowadays you know what i mean like any new stuff you've been listening to that's kind of inspiring the new stuff you're writing or do you oh are you still like going back to your roots like this to what your parents were like kind of oh, showing no, you no. growing up um as of lately um there's like there's obviously like too many artists to say but like like probably like the top five that i always kind of go back to is uh <laughs> i hate to say it but uh little peeps one obviously because he was like the first one to kind of make like the emo rap kind of more like accepting yeah, in the, definitely. In the community and in the scene. So he's always one. Uh, Nestle, I don't know if you guys have heard of him. No. He's just like, he's just real slick. He's just like, it's just fly. It's cool. He gives me that more like confident lyrics. Okay, the cool. The finessing kind of style. Um, my, uh, this guy from Baltimore, he's not like big at all, but Elijah from the Mills, um, he helps me with more like kind of like the cold lyrics, the cold hearted stuff, like the more like motionless stuff because he's just like, a cold dude. How'd you find out about him? I found him on SoundCloud like three years ago. Just browsing? Just browsing. And like, yeah. I've just been a fan since then. But he always deletes like his Instagram. He always comes back. So I never know what he's doing. But <laughs> I support him. And like, I always check out for his stuff. He's been like a huge inspiration. Uh, another one's um, Sway Lee. Sway Lee's cool. Right. I, I really like Sway Lee. I think he's kind of more like, I listen to him more on my personal time. Just because um, his voice is just really different. He helped me with my full setup stuff. Like, oh, like okay. my inspiration for like falsetto, because like I heard like a lot of guys doing falsetto, and they're like, you know, I got like the Justin Timberlake voice, or like of all like the poppy, and I was like, yo, I yeah. want to do like falsetto, but I gotta like do it my own way. And then yeah. I heard Sway Lee doing it in a song, and I was like, yo, what the fuck, sick, you know, like. Yeah. So that helped me with that. 
And then um, I always kind of started just like try to stick to like um, kind of like the metal root too, like kind of like the raspiness of my voice too. I don't, I don't use it as much, but I try to use that too. You take so. any inspiration from me- uh, like the metal scene at all? Oh yeah, I understand. Uh, like for vocalist wise, uh, like Icy Stars, they were okay. they were cool as hell. Um, I don't even know if they're still kicking. Like I don't really yeah, listen to them anymore. Still, all yeah, right, that's cool. That's cool. Um, Greeley Estates, you guys remember them? No. Greeley Estates, no. Oh, okay. Uh, it's like more like I was I was all into like the underground bands, like When Amber Sleeps, uh, Escape the Fate, okay. like old Escape the Fate, like old Escape, like Ronnie Radke. Roddy Racky. Roddy that Racky. That fucking guy. That's literally like that fucking guy. Yeah. If anyone knows Ronnie Racky. That guy is just. That fucking guy. Yeah. He's, fucking guy. he's become like the poster boy for like, I don't know, just that whole scene. Yeah, 100%. He's like the king of that shit. Yeah. He's like the Drake. For like, yeah. For that, I yeah. feel like. Maybe not anymore, but at one point he was. Like, everyone's like, Ronnie Radke. He's doing something different <laughs> now. I think it's called, like, fucking... He, like, rapped. He, like, yeah, it's like, called Falling in Reverse. That's what it that's is. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Falling in Reverse. Yeah. Yeah, he, cool. that's, that's, that's him. Yeah, that's him. That, that's yeah, him. which is so yeah. weird, but... Yeah, but yeah I'll cool. go back to, like, kind of, like, sometimes those roots, too. Like, the old, like, post-hardcore stuff. Nothing from, like, the punk stuff? Like, the British punk stuff? No, not really. I I listen more like the Cure, like more like the emo stuff. My mom would listen to like the depressing stuff, like the Cure. And, like, Robert Smith. Yeah, like just is like, it Robert Smith? Is it Robert Smith? Yeah, is that what it is? PK, you know, you're a big Cure fan, right? <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course. The Doors. Oh, the Doors. The Doors were dark, and then like David uh-huh. Bowie too, like the darker sounds for David Bowie. Those always like I go back and listen to those sometimes on my own time. I listen to like a lot of like weird music when I'm by myself. Sometimes just like it's like my own like personal pleasure, you know. What's your Guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. Uh, shit. I don't know, man. Death grips. No, they're not a guilty pleasure. Uh, Get the hell out of here. Guilty pleasure. Probably Billy Idol. Billy Idol. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay. Gosh, shock, shock to the system. Rebel yell, <laughs> white wedding, all that shit, man. Yeah. Billy Idol, hundred percent. Nice. Yeah. I don't know what my guilty pleasure would be. I guess it's uh. Issues. Issues is not a good one. <laughs> sick. You're so sick. No. I remember, I remember the one song they did, like Princeton Avenue or whatever. Or what, what was it called? Uh, I think it was like Princeton Avenue. Yeah, that's when they had a lot more like screaming, but now they're like literally, they just sound like boy band vocals. Oh, yeah. Over, like, Tyler Carter, right? Yeah, Tyler it's Carter. Like, yeah. He's like the emo Justin Timberlake. Dude. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> if, that, if that man was gay, I'd marry him. Yes. <laughs> I know that makes absolutely zero sense, but yeah. I'm sure he's we're making it happen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no. Issues is not a guilty pleasure, though. I'm, I'm, I'm putting yeah. this on the record. Okay. It might be your guilty pleasure because you were so. Oh, he's like, yeah. fuck no. Yes, no, you. No. Yeah, mine. No. Um, I don't know. I like the Biebs. Biebs is cool. Justin Bieber. Yeah. Or, uh, oh, yo, that Ed Sheeran's new album was so really good. good. Ed Sheeran's new album was dope. Okay, like the Ed collaboration Sheeran. album, it's pretty good. I don't mind them. If, they, like, if I hear them, I'm not gonna be like turning them off. But have you heard the new one? It's all know. collaborations. Okay, it's all no, collaborations, it and okay. it's pretty dope. Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah, you can't you can't talk shit about Ed. No, he like <laughs> he, wasn't he like a songwriter for like One Direction <laughs> before? I don't like, know too much about Ed to be honest, man. Yeah, I just know he was like a songwriter and he had like quite a few hits before he actually oh, yeah. decided to be like Ed I know, Sheeran. He's like kinda, the he's kinda like a Bruno Mars. Like he was like behind the shadows. Yeah. Doing everything. And then he's kinda like, fuck everybody, I'm just gonna do it myself. I think yeah. that I felt like that's what he got like the vibe for. And that's such a like cool plan because you're already like so well respected in the industry and you're like, Okay, cool, I'm an artist and everyone's like, Oh, I know, that's not well obviously his name's not Bruno Mars. Yeah. I would imagine it's not Otherwise, sick fucking name, Bruno. But I think that is if you're name. listening. If you're listening, Bruno, <laughs> Bruno. sick name. Oh, I think but it's, just it's probably movie. like Felipe or something. Felipe. Yeah. Felipe. Oh, actually, be sick. I, yeah. <laughs> Felipe's a sick name. That'd be cool. Alrighty. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean, dude? Maybe that's my guilty pleasure. I like the Names? name Felipe. <laughs> just like put it on repeat. Like, yes. 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 ASMR. ASMR name calling. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's do it. That's another thing too, ASMR. Like, I didn't expect that thing to become so big, and that's an audio-based thing. Like, yep. it's annoying that, as fuck. Yeah, well, I, I hate everything about it. it. <laughs> yeah, we should do an ASMR episode. Get like a Yeti mic in here. Yo, we should. 
people who are here this are probably pissed at me it could be like it could be like a party edition but like really quiet just you know like cracking open like a beer like like smoking like like open a bag of chips adam's gonna lose his mind you know like different stuff like that you can do like little things like that someone's just like trying to fall asleep just hear a beer crack like what yeah someone's you just hear puking in the back (laughs) hey man what the fuck did you say bro (laughs) bro come at me you know what kind of party are you (laughs) the ones that like one ever the ones that you go to and you wish you didn't i don't know those ones are always cool to be a bystander of when all like the crazy shit's happening oh no 100 when you're not in the shit and you're just watching oh that's always been me Always, I've never been in the shit at like a party. I've always just like witnessed everything. Yeah, I just observe everything always. 100%. Yeah. That's the best way to be. Yeah. Just stick to yourself. Just do you. It's that's funny pretty, as fuck. That's pretty dope that your first show was a party, though. What? You? Your first <laughs> show, like your first show when you played as Loki TM? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, who are you talking to right now? My bad, bro. I kind of looked over. I was like, mm. yeah, I was like oh, yeah, no, that was cool. That was so cool, man. Uh, we'll definitely do that probably again sometime next year. Um, yeah, that place was pretty sweet. Yeah, it was just like in my buddy's backyard. So, shout I'm surprised out to nobody and fucking Dylan. complained. Nah, they, they, I guess like a band across the street parties and jams until like the AM all the time. So, oh. no one really gives a shit. So, that music was fucking loud. Yeah, it was loud, but it was hella fun. Like, I definitely drank too much, though. That's my own. That's my before own. you played? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, I thought I was, you meant like after you played. No, before. Before. I was like, <laughs> I was just drinking Henny and then drinking you guys and your fucking henny yeah Yeah. (laughs) killer cartel is all about the henny yeah Yeah. that sponsorship we need a sponsorship (laughs) that'd be like literally the worst sponsorship yeah (laughs) no you're all dead by 35 (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i i feel like if we got sponsored by hennessy we would like we'd be mature about it yeah somewhat I don't know. Well, everything you, every video you would do with it, you just have like the please drink responsibly and then have oh, like yeah. a mad logo. Yeah. You know, I understand. You know, keep it profesh. Oh, yeah. Uh, I feel like me and Kevin personally need to be sponsored by Backwoods. That's like, that's a thing. We've like talked about like a Backwoods tattoo saying like, we need Backwoods. <laughs> backwoods this. tattoos, damn that's ba- dedication. Backwoods this. Like, oh, every time I'm in session, you bring a Backwood. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like a mandatory thing. I think um, if you get the Backwoods tattoo, they, they should sponsor us. Or, like, send us a card. <laughs> I think a lot of people hope that, and then they, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. At, le- no. at the least a card. And, yeah, that'd be cool, right? That's expensive, man. Yeah. Fuck, that shit's pricey. For five cigars, bro? And you don't even smoke them, really. You empty them and put weed in it. Yeah. I, I've never seen, actually, like, someone be like, yo, man, can I have your backwood smoke, like, as a backwood? Like, I've never seen someone smoke a backwood as a cigar. <laughs> Those people are probably serial, serial killers. Yeah. Probably. And, um... <laughs> That's why we don't know them. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's yeah. why oh, I don't know them because regular sane people empty oh. their backwoods and put. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> those, those jokes. Uh, yeah. Sane people. We're all sane here. I don't know. Something I don't like know. That? No, Maybe. I don't, think so. I don't know. Adam's got his head turned down back the whole time. I don't know what he's looking at. <laughs> Gives hey, us Adam. the wink. Hey. Like hey, Adam. Work. Well, if you know, if you get the backwards tattoo, maybe uh, they'll they'll do something about it. But I, I feel like at the most, they'll just probably like share it on their Instagram. Be like, thanks. It probably wouldn't even be thanks, an official page. It'd be like a backup page too. Yeah. It'd be like their like fan page. Yeah. Be like, Yo, check out this backwards tattoo this asshole guy. Yeah. No. Exactly. I'm like, oh shit. Like, damn. Oh well. One day we'll do it. One day. Yeah. You got a lot of tattoos going as well. Oh, uh, I just have, like, half my arm and, like, my hand kind of done. Cool. Not done. So I gotta get it done. It's a long story behind it. It looks pretty done to me. Well, Thanks, not really. Man. It's no. like the lining. It's I know just, like, like right lining. there and there that needs to be finished. So I haven't been in a rush for tattoos, so, like, I haven't. Like, I, I started getting tattooed when I was, like, 18, 19. I did it for, like, a couple years on and off. And I haven't been tattooed now in, like, a year and a half. I just haven't cared for it. You just haven't cared? Nah, it's, it's always about that addiction people sometimes get when they're like, oh, I'm it's, it's more just like, oh, I got other shit to pay for. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, I got to go there. I got to go there. I got to go like this place. I got to do this shit. I got to pay for that. It's like, I know like, there, I know some people have spent like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on tattoos. I'm like, kudos to them. But like, I can't do that shit. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Ian's got a whole dragon on his back. Yeah. That's cool, bro. That's cool. Yeah. I totally do. 
You're totally right. Yeah, actually. No. Oh, yeah. Fuck off. Oh, I know you guys are fucking. Am I gonna have to expose my bare back live? <laughs> oh, yeah, I won't let you do that. All right, guys, shirts off. Let's go. Get it. Yeah. No, I, I got. I got. I got none. Okay. Maybe one day. No, I got some. Oh, let's okay. be honest. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. make up your mind there, <laughs> guys. Look, I just want to be cool. I'm just trying to fit in. I think you're doing a good job. Thanks. Yes, you're doing all right. Thanks. I think that's all right. <laughs> all I'm right. trying to fit in too. It's my first time being here, so. Dude, there is no fitting fine. in here. Yeah, there's no fitting in here. All right, fuck. You come in We're here. All great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you come in here and you fuck shit up, and that's pretty much how it goes. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. what this place is for. Fuck shit up. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what's what's next for you? Like, what's the what's the, uh, what's the move? So for uh, it's gonna be a couple things real quick. So. You guys know next week uh, KVNE tour starts, so yeah. that'll be popping off. So I'll be there, uh, you know, selling some shirts, supporting Sweet. the boys. You know, I'm playing uh, Hamilton and Hope Fest, so I'll see you guys at Hope Fest. So that's what's Fuck next yeah, for the man. shows. I'm trying to book maybe like a little run in October. Um, trying, I'm gonna drop another project with like my buddy Andrew. So that'll probably be out maybe mid October or so. <clears throat> I dropped a self title on. E- uh, on SoundCloud the other week, so I've been kind of working with that, and then I want to focus like on like an emotional piece with like Kevin and all of them, like with the Killer Cartel guys. And so basically, my next moves are just to drop a lot of music, keep the content coming, keep pushing, um, put in work no matter what what it is, like as a like full time job and as music. So you'll be basically hearing a lot from me, like music-wise, and you'll be seeing me around more. Yeah, I already have been seeing you like quite a bit all over the social meds. Yep, yep, like quite a bit. Like, and I don't know <laughs> if that's just because like Kevin's really good at like networking, because you know what I mean. Yep, like he's always, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. but it's good. Like it's it's knowing how to play that kind of game, and then that's yeah. gonna literally get you to where you want to be as quickly as possible. Yeah, because you know some people just aren't too keen on that shit where can people find you on social media uh so i got instagram uh just at lowkey tm with two eyes uh no caps it's nice and simple uh, i got facebook lowkey tm uh got soundcloud uh spotify uh apple music and audio mac that's a kind of like a newer platform I'm trying to work with that more so yeah I, I don't do twitter i don't do twitter so were you on it before mm, like dude when i was like 15 <laughs> but i feel like were if you i went shit no, I just felt like no one gives a fuck when you're on Twitter. That's just me. I don't know. I don't like Twitter. I feel like because I'm like an uh, emotional person and like I hold back a lot of shit on even like Instagram when I'm posting shit. I post a story, freaking out or something, or I'm like talking about something. Like a minute later, I delete it. And I'm like, what the fuck am I saying? I don't like people don't give a shit about that, you know. So yeah, <laughs> yeah I hear but that. that's where you can find me. Um, mostly just Instagram and Facebook. That's what I've been working with the most because uh, I got. That shit's hard to work with, man. You guys know how it is. Like, yeah. Yeah. You got millions of people trying to thrive on Instagram. Dude, hundreds of millions yeah, of people. It's just like, bro. And like, everyone's trying to, everyone now knows how it works yeah, and how to like. Hashtags, yeah. you know, like the set times, the like algorithm, like all that crap. And it's like, yeah. you know, the most trending things on Instagram are literally people flexing, stupid shit, Instagram models, like. And more stupid shit. Food. And food. Yeah. Food. It's and basically very visually curated shit. Yeah, or yeah. like, it's like clothing or like artists. That's the biggest thing artists. Like, everyone wants to be a fucking artist. Yeah. So. Well, because Instagram's the easiest way to be like audio and visual. Yeah, so it's like your music, your look, yeah. boom. Instagram. People have that. It kind of sucks how like you need social media to do so much now. I hate yeah. it. But I, I, a- I personally hate it. I don't like it, but it is what it is and you need it. it and you have to use it. The work is annoying to put into yeah, it, I'm but sorry. it's better that you have like all the marketing tools in your hand than having to like pay some marketing firm in hopes that oh, what that. they will do to do that will end. But see, like, we've done that. And, I've done that. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I've, I've had people run my Instagram. Yeah. So. And like, it helps for um, like a while, but then they're like, all right, you want to pay for like another two weeks? A exactly. Month? You're like, yeah. Man, I don't exactly. even have like a couple hundred like <laughs> profile visitors, like a thousand or yeah. two. Like, it's just like, it didn't really do much of a difference. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, especially a lot of it's fake generated. People can just repeat. Yeah, exactly. Shit. Like, yeah. yo, I. I don't know, like, one time I had someone run my Instagram and I got like spammed like 8,000 followers. Like, Jesus. literally. But it wasn't at like all at once. It was at like every week I was getting like thousands and yeah. I was just like what the fuck yeah, and they're like oh they're all real organic and I was like get the fuck off my account I got this guy right off my account within like 
the Shitty. week, but then after I yeah. booked, like kept them off, got my money back, he kept sending me uh, fake followers. So I spent a day deleting. Like, He's like, oh yeah, you want you want a fiery? Yeah, oh yeah, you want it? Yeah, so bitch. Okay, I'll fucking give you all the fake delete, followers. Like, thousands and thousands and it was so annoying man it took an hour damn that's so that's why i just don't like social media yeah, yeah. But, but i mean like, I guess it the, will grow yeah and the double-edged sword is like although you have to use it it's yeah. free it's and fucking that's, free that's the biggest thing like you can use it you can literally be famous if you put the work into it yep. and know how to like weave in and out of like the psychology of it i guess and like yeah and how people like perceive it and like you know because it before it was like when it was i think it was something with tv like for commercials like people's attention spans were only like you had to grab them within the first five seconds and now with social media it's like you have to grab them within the first two seconds yeah 100 and it's like two seconds you got two seconds before someone's like 100 100 yeah so that's yeah that's the (laughs) the real like finessing you know yep yeah well, should we uh yeah put a cap on this? Yeah, probably. I've been talking a lot of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we talked a lot of shit. Yeah, we're sorry. But uh, no, no, that's cool. Um, thank you guys for having that's me. Well, thank People. you for coming. Yeah, definitely like good yeah, vibes here. I would say for anyone else who wants to come up here, get up here, man. Oh fuck, thank you. Good yeah. times, you know. Thanks, man. Uh, this is like my second interview I've ever done. So did pretty cool. well. Thank yeah, you. Man. Thank you. Yeah, you did very well. Yeah. It's gonna be cool to hear the new shit. See you yeah. live. See you with yeah. the boys. Uh, yeah, definitely, guys. Be seeing you guys all around. For like, sure, man. Hundred percent more. Um, yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you. Just like thank you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, thank you to anyone who's watching and who will yeah. watch this. So. Fuck yeah, you guys. You got a little tiny little eye over there. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Remember guys. to fist my fist bells. The bell. <laughs> get it get it get it sure dude that sure oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>